You know what's messed up? <laughs> All right, man. You know what's messed up? Oh, my gosh, y'all. Last week, <laughs> we were celebrating Black History Month, and we failed. We let everybody down because what? We was not prepared. We knew. I think, um, and I could be totally wrong, so I, I stand corrected whenever somebody gives, you know, has time enough to write me. But it feels like in the last couple of years, um, being proud to be black has been so popular that you don't even look forward to Black History Month. Yeah. Period. I can I, I can see why you say that. Because before, I mean, the only time you look forward to Black History Month was when you was in high school anyway. And then, like, then it kind of hits black people once you get to college and outside of college. Like, when am I not black? You know what I'm saying? I'm always black. I'm always doing what I got to do. You Especially know? if you went to HBCU. Like, it's Absolutely. like February. <laughs> we do this January, March, April, May. Exactly. Well, so yeah, it's like. Every day. Every it's month. like we don't have time for that. But, um, all right. So, first of all, happy Black History Month, folks. Um. We back. We back. With just me and Gavin this time. No, just no, you know, to disregard to the previous guest, but Yeah. Shout know. out to Cam. Shout out to Ricklin. Cam episode is doing very, very well. I like that. Listeners. She was funny. She was a little country girl. She countryer than me. And that's Absolutely. very rare. But her episode is doing very well. If you have not, go back and check out episode sixty four, if I stand correct. Oh, um, we getting close. Getting close, man. Oh my gosh. If I get one more person to write me and be like, yo, when it's 69, aka Darnell. And it's uh it's a couple of people who DM me and be like, yo, please. I think what we need to do is we need to talk about it off air. We need to set up like a time we're gonna record today and have people to call in. Cause yeah, because everybody wanna come out and I don't get it. Yeah, and I don't want everybody on the episode. No, this is not gonna turn into no raunchy episode. Yeah, Yellow and, nasty people. And then I was thinking, I'm like, who do we add? We can't add anybody that's more that's just nasty. We're gonna be, we're gonna be looking stupid. Then nobody gonna, you gonna get kicked off. Yeah, cause I'm like, yo, I can't have my mom, my mother in law listening to you talking about how you, you know, put ass in people's toes and then you uh, lick it. Put ass in people's toes. Just if they knows. Um. Anyway, so happy Black History Month. By the way, <clears throat> um, last week we failed. We forgot. We didn't do properly Black History Month. So for what we're going to do for the next couple of episodes, we are going to celebrate one business provided by Kiana, um, Black-owned business, and we will figure out their information. We will link it below so that you can uh, go visit their website. They have no idea who it's going to be. However, if you would love for us to shout you out, you just got to let us know, and we might do it. Maybe not. But the point is, Key is going to give somebody, who's your Black business? Um, I'm going to go first with your sister. Oh, shout out to the sis. First shout black out. business is going to go to Miss Brittany Chanel. Sorry, this, we gotta, we're going to do it. We got to do it. I'm okay, go ahead. Sorry. Brittany Chanel, that is Gavin's sister. She shout just out. started her business. Absolutely. She is selling soaps, mm -hmm. um, Yanni stuff, because ladies, <laughs> Valentine's Day coming up, y'all better make sure y'all together. <laughs> we want y'all to think. <laughs> Even though this is probably going to. Nah, it come out before Valentine's oh, Day. Oh, true, true. Um. Hopefully, maybe you can get your product before Valentine's Day. <laughs> maybe. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> um, she got soaps, stuff for your vagina. She got, does she have oils? oils she got too. oils. Um, Gavin says, and his wife agrees that um, makes the skin really soft. It really do. Um, and for those who do not know, it has already been asked, and men cannot use yoni oils. 
Shout out to Darnell for asking for all men. Involved. Why you why you do that to him? Darnell, we was out to eat. Darnell was like, yeah, man, I asked your sister, like, yo, let me get that. She was like, get off my phone, boy. And he was like, yo, man, I just think it's, you know, she discriminating and she ain't got the men products. But um, shout out to my sister. We went to, um, I went to her shop. Um, she was at a pop-up shop on Saturday. I thought I was not going to be able to make it. I was actually able to get there. For like the last 30 minutes and it was actually good to see her working talking to customers she had everything from like her soaps are like super super cool they're like those thick marble looking soaps um like you said she had yoni soaps oils i don't even want to make up some other stuff she got some scrubby stuff she got some scrubby stuff i tried yeah, to go to her salts. site but um i couldn't find something i was looking <laughs> I'm working on that, oh, and I'm behind so the eight ball scab- scab- so scab- ball. Um, <laughs> but that and then it was cool because um uh, she has some body butter, and I hate that word, body butter, by the way. But she has some, and that junk is soft. But if you want to, follow her on Instagram at Miss B Chanel. Um, also, it's linked below. And also, MissBChanel.com is, we're working on it. If if it ain't right, it's my fault, technically. Just so, go to her Instagram and hit her up. Yeah, if you DM her and say, hey, I'm looking, can you give me some prices and send me some pictures of some products or what you got? She will send it to you. She mail out stuff. You can pick it up. I think. Don't quote me on that if you're in Charlotte. Um, but the stuff is super dope. Um, but shout out to her. So good, good job, Woo-hoo! Key. Look at Key starting off. So my job is to highlight one photographer. He ain't prepared. You see, he in his phone and stuff. I was ready. Yeah, I, cause I didn't think you was gonna do my sister. I was gonna have time to look for the person ah! I need to look for. Switch. Um, sucker. The photographer I want to shout out. And she had just, I had just started following, well, following her back. Hold on, give me one second. Come on, man, come on, man, come on, man, come on. And I think, fuck. Shut up. That's a time thing for, time thing, thing from um, Jeopardy, R.I.P. Brianna uh, Collier. Brianna T. Collier, Collier, sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Shout outs to her. Woohoo! Um, hand claps for this woman. Um, let me put it like this. I don't know this woman. Um, we do follow each other. She was following me before I was following. I, I assumed I was always following her. I was following her from the podcast. So I was kind of upset when my wife hit me up and was like, yo, you got to follow this photographer. She's super dope. Her work is beautiful. Her editing is amazing. And I was like, oh, I know that name. She was like, really? I, you don't follow her? And I'm like, so I follow her from my other two photography accounts and so not my main ones, which I was kind of tight about. But this girl's work is beautiful. Um, her editing is nice. I love one thing I always like about photographers is like if I can look at your work and I can still see the skin. And but it's still not it's not rough. You take lines out. You're editing the skin, but it still looks like skin. I don't like the plastic looking photos or like the big droopy eyes and it's all magical and shit like that. But anyway, sorry, Brianna, if you was planning on using this. Sorry for the cursing. Anyway, her work is super dope. Her Instagram. Let me give it to y'all one time. Check out her stuff. Um, one time for the one time. One time for the one time is BR. It's, it's down below. Oh, it's right here already on the screen. Let me put it like that. But anyway, her work is cool. I love um I love her skin edits. They are super dope. I don't know. She's based out of Charlotte. Um, I don't know how much she costs, but I imagine looking at her work, she ain't cheap, <laughs> but she looks worth it. Um, cool. So we did better on Black History Month. There we go. Good job. Um, we black. You watched the Super Bowl? I did watch the Super Bowl. How was it? What you think of it? Um, it was kind of boring. Yeah. 
It was. It was no mean? like I thought the Chiefs was gonna do a little bit, gonna give us a little more razzle dazzle. And All right, I I'll feel be like honest. I was just, bored as fuck. I was bored, exactly. <laughs> I was like, man. Bruh, that Super Bowl was so boring. It was like the Chiefs forgot they had a game that day. Yeah, it's like they was they was taking a nap or something. It, it looked, um, my boy hit me up after the Super Bowl and said, yeah, I'm pretty sure the Chiefs would just, they didn't seem interested. He didn't say he sure they wasn't. He was like, they just didn't seem interested. And the more I thought about it, I'm like, yo, I was telling him, I was like, it seemed like they forgot they had a game that day. Like, they just, they were never in the game. Yeah. And nothing's worse than a Super Bowl when people are, like, getting blown out. And I think back to when the Broncos lost to the Seahawks, and that was a boring Super Bowl. Even though the team I wanted to win won, it was boring. Um, When the Broncos played the Panthers that year, that sucked even more because it was, like, our home team was still getting spanked. But it was not close. I remember that You know what I'm saying? So. Super Bowls that's like blowouts it's kind of like did that team belong to be here I feel like they've been like that the past couple years though yeah well football's football with them doing what they're doing and taking stuff out of the game it's kind of getting boring like just it was it's tough and then um what you thought about the weekend here you go let's do it let's do it for now (laughs) don't do it for now I should say I ain't there now um it was okay to me okay um I knew the first few songs after like the first three or four songs. I didn't know any of the other songs, but I did it. I don't really listen to the weekend like that, but I've heard mixed reviews about his performance. So, I mean, it is what it is. Me, key and different. Cause I don't really listen to weekend like that. Um, I thought it was all right at best. I mean, I think a Super Bowl, a performance is not that good when, first of all, you don't have fans there. So you don't have that interaction. So that's tough. So you got to rely on the fans there. Yeah, but it was like, you know how to use the Super Bowls on the floor and they able to run around oh, people. Yeah, yeah, and like, they didn't have that. So I was kind of like, eh, this is all right. <clears throat> but like, you're doing the Super Bowl. You're running through this thing. First of all, I knew every song but one. It was a, one one of the songs was on the 50 Shades of Grey soundtrack. Darnell claimed like, oh, you must don't listen to the weekend if you ain't know every song. And I'm like, you listen to that soundtrack? And he know what the fuck I was talking about, but whatever. <laughs> and then... um. I just was not impressed. I was just like, all right, cool. And I think for the weekend, maybe it would have been different if it was like people there. Yeah. I think maybe that would have changed how I felt. Darnell, if you do if y'all listen, if y'all know our boy Neil, he's been on here. He thought it was great. He thought this shit was great. We went out on Tuesday. He asked a bartender. He <laughs> asked the hookah guy. The hookah guy sat with us for 30 minutes and talked to us about it. A lot of people felt the same way as him, though. I, well, I seen them talking about it, at least on social media. I yeah, know. I seen a bunch of white girls talking about it. And I don't mean that offensively. I think The weekend has a certain demographic he attracts. Um, and that demographic is of a certain race, of a certain gender, <laughs> and of a certain age. That's all I'm going to say. And I don't think nothing's wrong with that because that works for him. It made him into a superstar. Before then, The weekend was like somebody signed to Drake who was talking about, well, he still talked about Coke orgies and you know already then music but like now it's changed a lot so it's funny it's like and so one i wrote online i was like yo this thing sucks this this is to his demographic which they might love and i expect them to and this girl who fits the demographic wrote me was like i loved it and i was like i'm sure you did (laughs) you clearly didn't see the tweet that came out in my last one which is fine because like i said but according to darnell he thinks it's the top three Super Bowl performance in the last 20 years. And I'm here to tell y'all, that's my boy. 
he's fucking delusional. <laughs> but that's a whole other subject. He's delusional. I didn't, I, I didn't say you was delusional that Darnell was It's not, not top three. <laughs> it ain't better than neither one of Beyonce's performances. It definitely ain't better than Prince. It ain't definitely, it ain't better than Lady Gaga's. It ain't better than U2's. It ain't the little mashup when we had Nelly, Britney, Christina Aguilera, NSYNC, and all them. It wasn't better than that. You going in, bruh. Because I told Darnell, I'm like, yo, this was bullshit. <sighs> it wasn't better. I mean, it was, at least with Maroon 5, we got a shirt off. And then he was like, oh, with Janet, you only said it because you got a titty. I'm like, I ain't even mentioned Janet. I don't remember that shit. Oh, my gosh. It was better than Justin Timberlake's, though. <laughs> I'll tell you that one, buddy. Um, What else going on in your life? I never asked you. Do I ever ask you how you doing before we start our pod? You asked me off air. You kind of uh-huh. asked me that off air like five times. And I'm like, shut up. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. How oh you God. doing? How you doing? Yo, I'm doing my podcast. Is it not working? My Who phone. Are you Hello. To? Okay. Oh shit, my shit ain't even working. It ain't plugged in. Okay. Who was you talking to? My sister called. Oh. Hold on. Damn. Did you unplug the wrong thing? There's. All, I didn't unplug anything. <clears throat> but you know, Key doing fine. You know. <sighs> Let me tell y'all about Key real quick today. You know, I put this post up on Instagram about how I feel like men should, for one day, experience the things that females feel when we are going through our monthly issue, right? Mm. And, you know, I feel like they need to experience the pain, (laughs) the torture. Hell nah. the, the, The fall between the legs you know like i feel like if why would we want that why would you want that for us i need them to understand how we feel sometimes you know no and um you know a couple guys responded and they was like uh no absolutely (laughs) no god said that's not how it meant to be absolutely um gavin's mom told me to say yeah, I think it's funny because we've had that conversation. Um, so as, as a person who grew up in church, I've definitely heard how it was not intended for women to have periods and this, this, and that. And when Eve ate that apple and Adam, whatever, whatever, um, excuse me, not when Eve, like, but when Adam ate the apple and all that other stuff, that sent shockwaves and all this extra stuff that I ain't saying I believe. Well, let me put like this. I have not seen it yet. It may be there. I have not seen that yet in the Bible. So when I hear pastors say that, I'm like, bro, how you know? They were the first two people, man. Like, how we know the outcome is going to be completely different? But, you know, I just let, I let the pastors get off what they're going to get off at church because I find it funny. Um, but you know how that go, man. Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to figure out if I have to start this whole shit over. Y'all don't worry about it. You about to play my song. This is my song. Let the record show we had a little mishap. All this equipment, and I don't know how to work it. Slide, anytime you want. Put you in Chanel, I'ma teach you how to stand. 21 slip and slide like a waterfall. I didn't want to hear the song, but Key like it. We can creep if you want. Turn your phone off. Take your clothes off. I'm a savage, but I fuck it to a slow song. Oh my gosh. I hate. Did you ever see when he did uh I ain't Mr. Right, but I'm Mr. Right now. Hey. 
I, I'm over her. But I don't treat her like she my fiance. Make that thing sing like shot day. 1942, it ain't no Chardonnay. Huh? Yeah, with my Richard on. Yeah. Got a pretty girl that I'm feeling. I want to welcome everybody to the Payton Exposure Podcast. This is your boy Gavin, aka Coke, aka whatever. Um, and Key is here. Hi. Surprisingly. Surprise! Yeah, she chill, and I and I be hype, and now it's the kind of opposite. I think I had too many uh, energy drinks. Um, we want to welcome everybody. This is episode sixty-five. Hand claps for me, man. This is episode sixty-five. Hold on. Turn your phone off. Take your clothes off. I'm a savage, but I fuck up to a slow sound. That's inappropriate. Do people even still play music when they have sex? <laughs> Right now, turn your phone off, take your clothes off. I'm a sad, but I fuck her to a slow song. Said the nail lady went and did her toes wrong. Said the last man was always playing Drake songs. Yes, no, he wasn't. When I roll up, yeah, the nigga had a problem till I showed up. Everybody with an app before they name tough. Yeah, more concerned with blowing up than growing up. I want to welcome everybody to episode 65. We got an interesting podcast today. Um, I want to play my song. I want to hear this shit. Let everybody know I don't even like this song. I ain't played this song in so long. Hold on, hold on. Let's let a real. Let's let a real. Let's let a real nigga come through, man. For those who not know, my name is Gavin, aka Coke, aka whatever you want to call me. I usually pick the music, and because of that, he came in and said, "I want to play a song." So I want to play this. I don't know. Stop. Notice I look junior. Let's go. Next time they get shot. If you really love me, fuck me like a thot. Do it. If you really love me, do it. I say that you get me here. Let me dead in my eyes. Mr. Baby. Like a play and I'ma set it on fire. My little bitch is a masterpiece. I ain't even gotta be funny when I'm telling no jokes. She still gon' laugh at me. Still suck my dick when she mad at me. Let a nigga make me mad, you see. I nod my head in this bitch. Them niggas gon' slide on your bitch ass for me. Bust down on the I want to let everybody know the podcast is gonna be lit today. We had to turn up for a little mini. Huh? Y'all did. Mad at me. Let a nigga make me mad, you see. I nod my head. Valentine's Day is coming up. Some of y'all gotta be a masterpiece. That's too many guns. I, what do you need with that? It's funny because he didn't really like the baby at first. I told you I like when his beat's different because he rap different. And so that's what happened here. Hold on. Don't bother me. That's the G thing. No, it don't bother me. It's the G way. I don't know what went down at that Walmart. I don't know what happened on that freeway. I promise you this nigga is gonna make sure Walmart and Huntersville. Is is famous. He gonna make no. He gonna make sure y'all know what what happened. What happened when it happened. When he did it, what happened? We really don't pop niggas trying to send one. You little niggas up, take the clock with you. And I got this little boot thing. Soon as I went and got her purse, put my clock in it. Like, baby, you my bitch now. She know I don't mean no disrespect. I just talk different, nigga. My little bitch is a masterpiece. It is. Um, two days ago, <laughs> we in the house, and Rena goes, "I like that the baby song." And I said, what? And she was like, when he be like, and I, she said the lyrics. You heard what he said. <laughs> but my wife ain't ratchet, but she she like ratchet shit. And I was like, yeah. She was like, are you going to tell the crew now that you have a song by him that you like? And I was like, no, I'm not telling them shit because they're going to make me eat all my words. Um, Let's do these hey, drops. Up? We should call Brittany and tell her. We ain't telling her shit. <laughs> Welcome to the Paid and Exposure Podcast. You going to say it today? Why are you saying that like they can't see on camera? You just said no. We just leveled up. Now he's your host, Charlotte photographer, Gavin B. Can I just pay you an exposure? Sniff my ass. 
You can't. I'm sorry. I don't no. Even, you really can't. Um, Before we get into... No, we'll do that at the end. We'll do it at the end. No. All right. Let's go. <laughs> let's do this. What would you rather... I guess you got to wait to the end, huh? Yeah, well, I was going to talk about Valentine's Day, but we can we can get to that later. I'm going to just add sure. that in the notes because we're going to forget for sure. <laughs> I'm a slide anytime you... <laughs> all right, guys. So for the main topic... We could creep if you want. First of all, we need to apologize to everybody for the, who's listened to the last two episodes expecting photography shit because they never got it. However, today is your day. You will be hearing it today. All right. Let's get it. Let's get ready to... I hate you. All right, Gavin, we got a question for you. Is this even a question? Go ahead. I mean, it's a it's a it's a discussion. What's the topic? What's what are we talking about? Um, a photography giveaway. You ever did one? How do you feel about them? Do you think they are good for the photographer? So that's funny because we had this conversation with Ricklin on sixty three x episode sixty three. Make sure y'all go check that out. Mm-hmm. And he asked me that question. I ain't have no time to prepare for that. Even though it was a great question, and it, well, I had mentioned it to him. He said, yo, how are photography giveaways? Do you like them? Do you hate them? And so I wanted to kind of bring that up today so we can get through it. Um, because I don't mind photography giveaways, personally. You've done uh, a couple. I've done a couple. Um, however, I feel like they have to be done a certain way, mm-hmm. and we'll get to that in a little bit. However, um, I guess the main topic for today, just to let everybody know trying to figure out how's this minutes gonna go from the first part and the second part you remember um anyway so the main thing we're gonna talk about today is photography giveaways how to do them properly um i have given away sorry you was typing and it popped up oh my god yeah to do it it shows me that you in here too me and key look at our notes because we don't have if anybody want to donate a tv for us to put on the wall here so we can just look at it as as one We'll get there later. That was but, so interesting. Sorry, go ahead. Um, so photography giveaways. <laughs> to give people some background, I keep it 100 with you. I've given away weddings. I've given away regular photo shoots. I've given away newborn shoots, maternity shoots, graduation. Mm-hmm. I've given away at least one type just to see. Um, in the past, I did them horribly wrong. They never fucking worked because mm-hmm. I did them so wrong where it was like, hey, um, come on my Instagram page, like it, two, tag two people, I pick somebody. And that's a good way to get tagged. That's a good way to get engagement. That's a good way of like um, getting people to see your page. However, the you have to ask yourself before you get started, what's the purpose of my photography giveaway? And a lot of people do not understand what their purpose is. Your purpose can be different things. It can be um, I want to get. I call them inquiries. What you call them? When people inquire, it's spelled the same way. Okay, cool. So a lot of people look at it and say, yo, I um, I want to get inquiries. Some people look at it as like, I want to get exposure. I know, I know. But like, you want more people to see your page. Mm-hmm. Um, some people look at it as like, yo, I'm trying to boost up my email list. Um, I need to get more people to my website. So you got to know what your purpose is. My purpose, whenever I did giveaways, have always been um, I'm going to try to convert the people that sign up. Um, so... Does that happen? It does. How much has it happened for me? Not a lot. Mm. Not a lot at all. I would literally say I have done, I did a giveaway last year. I had um, 120 people sign up. Um, I think I got like two people to actually convert and say, oh, since I didn't win, I'll book you. 
So, and it, it might be my fault. Yeah. Um, and it might be something I'm doing wrong. Now, I don't want nobody to take take this and say, yo, this is the end all be all because I could be completely fucking wrong. So please do your own research. Please think about it. But for me, what I started was from in the past when I could get nobody, what I figured out was like, all right, what am I doing this for? And once I figured out, oh, I want to convert people, then my thing was I set up a giveaway and I did it properly in my eyes from what I know so far to make sure it worked for me. So first things first, I create a landing page on my website. Let's go ahead and give y'all some real actionable steps. I ain't trying to be like the clubhouse people. I love what Corey posted that you reposted. It was like, it's all cap. I don't know if he was talking about clubhouse, but I thought that was the funniest oh, shit ever. Oh, the cap on this here app. Yeah, I thought that was so funny. And so anyway, I don't want nobody to be listening and be like, I can't use none of this shit. So my thing is this. Um, what I did was I created a landing page on my website. First of all, I knew what I was going to give away. What is that? For people who don't know what that is. Um, all right. Let's say you run a Facebook uh, you run a Facebook ad, right? Uh-huh. And it's going to link somewhere. Mm-hmm. That link should be, it's called a landing page. Wherever that link takes, takes them is the page they land on your website. Okay, so gotcha. it's a landing page. So <clears throat> before everything got started, I knew what I wanted to give away. I did the math on how much it would cost me to give it away. So whatever products I needed to buy, um, to get there, how much time I spent, and I would know so I can be able to tell somebody. I'm gonna I'm gonna use you as an example throughout this whole thing. Matter of fact, let's use somebody else. Pick somebody over there. Uh, who am I supposed to pick? We could pick Charlemagne. Charlemagne. So <laughs> we giving Charlemagne. We we know he's not really here. But he's not. But we're gonna use Charlemagne as a person. So we're gonna say that Charlemagne is the client mm-hmm. who wins. Let's just do it like that. So I need to know when Charlemagne comes to me, he has one. Um, or whenever he sees it, he needs to know this shoot is worth a thousand dollars or it's worth eight hundred. Do not inflate what the fuck your fucking giveaway is. You cannot say you give away shoots for two hundred dollars on your website, like that's how much you charge, and then say, Hey, I'm doing a photography giveaway and it's worth six hundred dollars. Nobody's gonna believe you. Yeah. Nobody's gonna take you serious. So it needs to be reasonable. But I have done giveaways where I went out of town, um, I've flown places to fulfill a giveaway and so but you eat those costs so you need to understand that i'm this is how much it's going to cost me once you figure that out you need to create a landing page on your website so whenever people click no matter where they find it it can go to this landing page and they need to fill out a form however on your landing page there's a couple of things that you really need to understand that's seriously there information about the giveaway Mm -hmm. when people will win when they'll be notified when um so you need to have like um rules thank you <laughs> rules you're welcome <laughs> so you need to have rules on there um i have a whole separate page for that but that's a whole nother subject so i had those rules but then i have a contact form that people fill out that now i can collect their information so i know how to notify them so once you do that that eliminates a lot of issues you're going to have because a lot of people just do like a lot of people do giveaways and they don't really have no way of contacting people mm-hmm. a lot of people the email that's on their instagram account what it might be they junk email so they don't have to get spam or um, a lot of people don't check their DMs. So if you DM and say, hey, you won and they like, I don't I don't check my DMs like whatever or they don't get on the app. You need the other way. So at least this way you can say, hey, I got your name. I got your number. I have your email. I can reach you and fulfill this uh, giveaway. So once you do that, um, you know how much it costs. I always believe in doing a follow up after you've done the giveaway. So for me, I have giveaways and I talk about, hey, this person won my wedding giveaway. I gave away a wedding photo shoot one time. And I was like, hey, these are the people that won. Because let me tell you the biggest problem you're going to have when you do any photography giveaway. People will enter and don't think they're going to win. 
And that is so heartbreaking because that's why you don't convert a lot of people because a lot of people would join and not understand that, yo, all right, I signed up for Gavin's giveaway. Um, you know what? I don't think I'm going to win, but I'm getting married in a year. I ain't got time to wait for Gavin to announce on six months before my wedding day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to play around with those dates, those numbers and things like that. Um, I haven't done a wedding giveaway in a minute because that's super tough. I'm not going to even hold anybody. Um, a lot of money, too. It's, it is a lot of money that you're losing. It's a lot of time and money. So some things you got to understand, like I said, what works best for you. Yeah. Um, and also, you might not need to do a giveaway. You might not want to. Sometimes some shit sounds good. It sounds beautiful. Um, I think we got to get out of this time, like this little area of um, um, this is cute. Because a lot of people do shit to be cute and just say, oh, you know, my heart, my heart. Like the boudoir people, the boudoir dudes, like, I'm trying to uplift her. Like, there's a lot of people do shit like this. They do giveaways for that. So that's the main thing. So I think those are, take those tips. Like I said, it might seem a little scattered because I didn't go through it all the way. But I think those are things where you got to say what type of giveaway. And please know, and also, when you do a giveaway, understand you might need to, if you're going to include other services, for an example, um, I'm gonna do a Brandon shoot giveaway. This is a idea. I'm not actually gonna do. This oh, I was gonna say, sign me up, Scotty. Fuck that. Um, <laughs> sign me up. I'm put my name in there twice because I need that. I love when people do giveaways. All right, this is for the people who are not photographers. If you have a giveaway that you're signing up for, please have your man or girlfriend sign up with you. Double the winner. Double and you you get in there twice. Y'all y'all literally y'all can't be um and tell them don't have them do it the same day. Because they can see the list, they see the names, whatever, whatever. Sign up different days. And especially if y'all not married and y'all don't have the same last name. Even if y'all don't change the names, like use y'all real first names or whatever, or one of y'all use y'all middle names and use y'all that, please. But it's so funny because it does increase your chances. However, Let's say I was going to do a branding giveaway. Let's say I want to include a stylist and a makeup artist and all that. As a photographer, I'm going to give you all a piece of advice. And for other branding people, be prepared to eat that cost. Do not try to include people on your giveaways. It's a beautiful thing. But if y'all two fall out, one of y'all businesses is going to suffer with the giveaway. Mm. And I know that sound. Oh, this is my friend. They never. You never know what's going to happen to your friend. If. I hire a makeup artist and I'm saying, yo, you give away the makeup. I give away the photography. We're going to promote this together. It's going to give us great pub. It probably won't. I'm going to give you guys the complete truth and all of this shit. Um, you have to understand that makeup artist might look and say, yo, Beyonce is flying in. Her publicist want me to take her makeup. I got I mean, do her makeup. I got, I'm, I'm fuck your shit. I'm out. Or I might be agreeing to do your photography shit and guess what somebody might call me like yo i got a wedding yeah i'm paying you three thousand dollars versus me giving away some p be prepared uh be Be prepared to lose just to lose that money to eat it so be careful please understand what y'all doing and there you go i cracked myself up um 
one one last thing i'll leave y'all with this key was actually supposed to ask this question but she didn't what question oh just does it <laughs> that was such a that was, that was the worst transition ever one day this podcast we is going to grow and we're going to know what the fuck we're doing rewind all right so this is the last thing that we got concerning this topic do you think it's um valuable for your brand i fucking hate you yo one day when one day yo let me let y'all know this podcast is growing super fast um we are we have a lot going on here <laughs> we're gonna be needing interns very soon so if you are bored and want to fucking sit in and help out whether that's monitoring the cameras making sure the levels is right helping with editing please gavin does need it because i i can't help him. <laughs> bro i video with cam is uploading to youtube now and it's a week old like that's how behind i am but anyway i can't help him but um, he needs somebody that's good with the the it stuff something there's this theory that there's a theory that doing giveaways cheapens your brand um there's also a theory that offering di discounts cheapens your brand. Um, I don't believe in sales cheapens your brand. I depend. And it, I bought stuff from Gucci on sale. Yeah, I'm confusing because there's a lot of these brands. Not not just thinking of photography, but like brands Other in brands. general. Yeah. Like discounts, giveaways. Like I've worked for a luxury hotel brand. They ran specials all the time, especially what? in the summer. I used to tell people when the specials was coming. I'm like, you better get ready. Um, I bought stuff from Gucci on sale. I bought stuff from Versace on sale. I bought stuff. Uh, my red bottoms wasn't on sale. I wish they were. Y'all see how Gavin trying to show us all the money he be making buying all these expensive ass brands. That was, and you notice I have none of it besides my wallet. The rest is for everybody else. But anyway, the point is this. Um, I don't believe sales cheapens your brand. I think a consistent sale cheapens your brand. That's one. Two. I do not believe that um, there's this theory that giveaways do cheapen your brand. I believe if you overly promote giveaways or if you're constantly giving away your services, nobody finds value in it. So I do believe in that. But let me tell you how you do giveaways. This is another cheat sheet. I'm going to start charging niggas. <laughs> I told Laws that last night. We're going to cuss out Laws right after this. No, no. We're going to talk about Laws after this and he going to cuss out Gavin. But okay. Um, I do believe that the, the cheat code is this. If you're going to do a giveaway, you need to target who will only see your giveaway. I would say it at, like that. You need to do what you everybody don't need to see your giveaway. Mm -hmm. I'm running um, certain ads right now and nobody has seen them. Nobody has mentioned like, yo, I see you doing this. Yeah, I ain't seen no ad. You don't want me to see. You see what because he did Because it's there? only going to a certain <laughs> type of person. And so... It was funny because somebody wrote me yesterday Dang. and said, yo, I seen your ad. That's super cool. And I was like, how the hell you see this? You're not in this demographic. Hmm. And they um they were looking up something for their friend. And that's how they got it off day is they Facebook. And that's how they saw it. So I was like, all right, cool. Oh, yeah, so, you can change that on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So target target who sees target work on the audience who's going to see your stuff. Um, Before we move on to the to questions that needs to be answered. So, so what happened yesterday? I went to go see Laws. You might have to. Get I sound like the, uh, the girl from TikTok. So what happened yesterday? No, Bruh. I was crazy myself. What happened? I went over to see Laws yesterday, <sighs> and Laws. For those who not know, Jam Laws has been on the podcast before. Jam Laws is actually a great friend of both of ours. He's super funny. Um, he ain't been up here when I'm up here, but you know, whatever. He be dodging. 
he um but laws is mad cool niggas do be dodging key and i don't even be doing that shut up <laughs> and so i went over to law's house and he was like yo he's he's doing a new series of photography so he asked me to be a part of that which i'm so happy for um because i thought it was super dope so i was waiting for the nigga i was going i was oh you mm, was waiting yeah i was actually gonna hit his line oh we like, got a prop Oh, we got a problem here. Basically, Ice Cube. And so, but I was like, yo, come over. And we sat down and we talked. Um, and I was like, where you want me to go? He was like, bro, you no hospitality? You like, yo, I'm making room for you. Sit down. You hungry? You thirsty? Nigga brought me two bottles of water. Stole some Skittles, though. Then, you know what I'm saying? He had a, you know, we chilled. And he was like, you good? You want to smoke hookah? I got two. <laughs> I was like, damn, no, man, I'm good. So we was laughing Nigga, at that. Nigga, no, you a hookah head. They do. And so, um. <laughs> He cussed me out. Lost cussed me out yesterday. He should have. He He what? Go ahead and tell. Lost came to my house. We, we was talking for like a couple hours, right? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> we were talking about life in general, businesses, mm-hmm. things that we need to be doing. We got on the subject of Gavin Bowyer here. Okay. okay. Damn, governor. Mm. Everybody know your name. Mm. Um. And uh, he he seemed a little upset. It's like he was fussing at Gavin, but Gavin wasn't physically at my house. I was not there. So I was like, okay. He's like, I done told Gavin this over and over and da 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 and da 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 So um, I'm like, okay. And so, like, I'm assuming, <laughs> like we can see him. I'm assuming the same thing happened when Gavin talked to him yesterday because – if he felt anything how I felt after I had that conversation with Laws, I know he feels the Bruh, way. This nigga said, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do Laws voice. Laws, I'm sorry. This nigga said, Yo, you take pictures, you nice. Like, bro, if you ain't gonna charge it, I'm gonna fucking charge it. I don't give a fuck. You need to let these niggas know who the fuck you is and how the fuck you get down. And I was like, so you know when somebody fussing at you, at first, you know, I did the <laughs> cause it was fucking funny. Start crying there. No, then I realized this nigga was not playing. He was not laughing. <laughs> okay. He did not smile at all. He was dead ass. He would, you could tell the nigga got kids. You could tell he got a kid. Like he was talking to me like I was, I was sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I, I'm just sitting on the sofa. He, and he went in and he was going in on pricing. Um, and then he was going in on pricing and he kind of just hit me with like, yo, you got to do it because if you're not, these niggas is not going to help you get there. You know, one thing I learned during quarantine, mm-hmm. um, it's funny how you got to be by yourself during quarantine, ain't it? like how much time you got to think and you got to spend and you kind of look at your life. You look at your friend because you have time now. Yeah. A lot of it. Right. It's no need of going to bed at two in the morning. You can just take a nap, wake up, stay up, do what the fuck you want. You know what I'm saying? But um, one thing I noticed in quarantine is photographers do not like each other. I realized that a lot. The only photographers that fucks with each other is in no more part of Facebook group. Please sign up. Check it out. Check, check, check. Thank you. You owe yourself um, a check. Owe myself a check. But I noticed that a lot of photographers don't like each other, and I was expressing that the laws because I was saying, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've been asking photographer, other photographers for advice and help and assistance, and they was hitting the nigga with the curb. Like, nah. Like, and it was a subtle nod. So the, it's a nod like, I got you. I got you, bro. I got you, big bro. And I don't hear nothing from you. When I check back in, I'm left on red and shit like that. And so I was telling Laws that he was like, they not. That's how they get down. And I said, damn. I said, all right. And I was telling Laws something. And he said, why are you telling me this shit? That's my sister. And so he said, he said, uh, why are you telling me this shit? And I said, 
I created this podcast because and other stuff I do because I didn't want anybody else to go through what I've went through as a photographer coming along. So I'm trying to just get my knowledge and we'll figure this shit out together. He was like, yeah, shit ain't gonna work like that. But shout out to Laws, man. I really do appreciate him because it was a great conversation. I learned a lot. And I do got to change up my dynamic and stuff and like what I'm charging, who I'm Price going with. up. It got to go up. Basically going up. All right. Let's get to these questions that need answers. For those who do not know, this is the part of the segment where you ask us a question. We answer it or me, most likely. Right. Because it's photography um, questions. Absolutely. Um, Every Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, we will ask people to, you know, submit questions. We will read them on air. And this is where key answers I ask. No, I who asked? Shut up. Key asked. <laughs> Take it away, Key. All right. On the chopping block first, we have Corinne Bailey. He's back. <laughs> um, so her question is, from a business perspective, what hacks do you have to automate your photography business? Do you have a strategy for scaling it up? <laughs> um. So this is a deep question. I think this might be a question good enough to actually do a whole episode on. Um. Let me put it like this. Um, things I do to hack, let me tell you the biggest hack I have, my finances. Um, I know that sounds stupid and I know, sorry to Corinne, uh, I know that's probably not what you want to hear, but I have certain programs in place that help speed up my, inf- that, that literally helps speed up how I handle my business. Um, I've never had a customer say they like getting a pictures through Dropbox. All, I'm letting everybody know that right now. They hate it. I got Pixie Set. Pixie Set was free until you know you want to put more memory on there. It was a call. It was a two hundred dollar cost that I was willing to eat because now it's easier for me to track who sees my stuff. It's easy for me to collect information. It's easy easy for me to deliver my pictures. I've delivered your pictures through Pixie Set, the gallery that you got. So know. is Dropbox the just the Google thing? Yeah, like you know. Yeah, I don't like that either. People hate getting their pictures that way. It's too confusing. You can't just. It's not easy access to it. Um, so that, you know what I'm saying? PayPal was easy for me. PayPal is free, but it helped me like write invoices, look more professional, things of that nature. Okay. Um, so let, I'm putting it like that. From a business perspective, um, that's what helped automate. I know that's not what you're trying to get to, but like it automate. Let me tell you what helped me grow my business to make more money, though. I started upselling. Photographers, the, the secret to help photographers make a shit ton of money it's upselling and not another not enough of us do that do that um a lot of photographers they just don't do it you'd be surprised when you say so somebody's saying how do you upsell as a photographer um selling more edits first and foremost i hate when photographers say no i'm only gonna give you 30 edits that's it or 20 edits or five edits no bro you could do that if you want to but if you come to me i'm gonna give you there's gonna be an opportunity for a client to make more to buy more edits um, some people sell prints. You don't have to sell them for like, you know, the one photographer who sells their prints for $200, even though it costs them $5. That's great. That's beautiful. Not a lot of people going to do it, but some people do it. Photo albums, um, merchandise, anything like that. A book. A bu- yeah. Okay. Thanks, Key. So <laughs> that's my two cents. But so when I say scaling up on the financial side, that's how you do it to scale up, to ramp up your business, to make your business bigger. Um, definitely I found different programs, whether it was QuickBooks, PayPal, Miles IQ, whether it was, you know, um, Pixie Set, like I just said, Dosado, HoneyBook. It's so many programs out there that it help um, just 
speed up your programs and stuff like that that a lot of people really just do not mess around with so definitely check those things out but shout out to Karen for that question all right next question we have cb chris brown chris breezy has entered the building and asked us a question yeah, <laughs> go ahead um have you ever participated in a mastermind program first off what is a mastermind program that's my question okay and what are your thoughts around these programs geared towards photographers establishing the business um a mastermind program is it's like the master classes you probably don't watch enough youtube but like if you keep looking up the i do but i just don't watch that yeah so when I, the only reason why i say that because your youtubes might be like music videos or what you watch on youtube like uh vlog yeah vloggers okay so it might be a little bit different you might start seeing some because uh -huh. especially now your phone is on and we you know the government listen to everything <laughs> but the master class is like they're bringing somebody cool um and they'll sit down and be like i'm going to teach a master class but it's geared towards photographers so for instance i give you um okay i get what you're saying because vloggers would have classes on how to become a youtuber mm -hmm. okay and they have a master class it's just like a little it's like a little um meet up or whatever but you know they teach in a class i think um who i saw i think uh damn Issa ray had one on how to write scripts mm, okay you know what i'm saying yeah. and i don't know how long the class is they're not cheap but you know um so have i ever done one new <laughs> <laughs> give y'all that now i've done some free like little sit-ins and mastermind classes where it's like hey let's talk about how to grow your thing um how to grow whatever the thing may be so i years ago probably when I grew my Instagram I'm not gonna lie to y'all I sat in on a class and I personally um I personally sat in on a class to learn how to upscale my how to scale up my Instagram how to get bigger how to grow my audience how to grow my reach and that shit worked I'm going to give y'all that however the shit they gave let me tell you something I went to three more after her class all three all four of them said the exact same thing um so hers was free everybody was free because i'm not paying you um <laughs> but that's my thing me personally i have so at cp if you're in charlotte cpcc offers free small business classes if you have a small business i encourage you to go on cp cpcc small business classes even if you're not because a lot of it's virtual now even if you're not in north carolina Go to CP classes, look up the topics that they have, find a topic that you need assistance in and sign the hell up. It is sometimes the classes are like, at least when they were in class, it was like um, one class. It might have been three hours or it might have been two parts. But I prefer in class learning where I can talk to the professor. I can ask my questions right there. Not Issa Rae teaching me on how to write a script and I can't raise my hand and ask her maybe in these little classes you can however this is the thing my problem with these classes online is that a lot of them are not from educators it's people that are super talented the best basketball player is the worst earn earner uh, is the worst owner in the NBA sorry MJ but you've heard it before I respect him he behind me his shoes is here I love it but you know some of the best owners have never played basketball day in their life. Some of the best coaches were terrible basketball players. Like, you know what I'm saying? So just because you're great at one thing does not mean you're going to be great at another thing. So um, my thing about this is with the, all these programs that's geared to new photographers, you got to understand why they're doing this. They they understand that they can offer you a shortcut that will help you grow. And a lot of times 
if you're willing to, you can do it. I will tell people this um, before we go to the next question. Save your money. Go on YouTube. Research as much as you can. Every day, watch three videos. Every every time you can, uh, go outside and take pictures. At least if it's once or twice a week, take watch three videos every week and go outside three times that week and try. So every day, watch two or three videos. But every two days, go out and shoot. Find somebody. Pay if you, even if you got to pay somebody to work and try to understand. And literally. Shadow another photographer. That's another easier way to do it. I'm telling you. And if you are in Charlotte and you're looking to shadow a photographer, hit my, hit my line. I got packages that I offer as well. YouTube University. Absolutely. You will learn so much more that way. And then you will literally grow so much faster without wasting that money. Now, shout out to my girl, Alex, from Hair Wraps and Lipsticks. Um, she, I asked her, she said uh, she did a, a like a master class one time and she learned so much. And she was like, it was four hundred dollars. His best four hundred dollars she spent, but you know things of that nature. Next, all right. Next, so aggressive. We gotta eat them. Um, maybe not. Okay. Um, was the R five worth the upgrade for you? Absolutely, it's it's on key right now. Um, absolutely. I'm here. It took me forever to get this camera. Let me tell y'all something. It was freaking worth it. This camera. It's about two years. Damn near. This camera speeds up everything that i do um shoots that used to take me an hour are taking me 25 30 minutes um it was worth it just because excuse me um this mirrorless camera i, I just like the fact that i can look through and see what i'm about to shoot before i shoot it shoot it um all mirrorless cameras does that so this is my first one however this camera speeds up everything that i'm doing that's the main reason why it's worth it to me the only thing that bothers me is with the canon r5 and the colors on photo uh lightroom they're a little bit funky and then on top of that my i need to get my screen like calibrated because that's funky too but other than that yes it's beyond worth it best decision of your life huh not really but you know i mean when it comes to your photography um it was a joke, Gavin. Don't, don't yeah, think too hard about it. That's a good thing. Like, what was your best purchase? It probably is my best purchase. Good one. Good, good, good. All right. Um, let's get to these photography topics. Y'all don't know <laughs> shit about this. For those who not know, this is the photography topics. This is when we, this is not when we have fun. Sorry, I was about to get y'all there. Um, Can you move your laptop a little bit, though? Because I need the people to see what you got on. Oh, hold on. Is this the right way? Whatever okay. floats your boat. Look at that. Gavin has on an Inspirade shirt. Shout out to Inspirade. She doing a thing out there. Y'all go follow her on Instagram, um, underscore Inspirade. Check them out. Absolutely. Um, I got my shirt in today. Then immediately I had to run online and cuss. And fuss at real thread. Yeah, because they it took time entirely way too long. So my problem with real thread is first of all, I bought I've um, had shirts from Real Thread, and I worked with them before, and it was cool. Kind of on the expensive side, but they shirts are super soft. The ink is super cool, um, and this one sits on top of the shirt, which I but I think it's still. Anyway, it's uh it's the whole ink thing, but the problem is I like the shirt. I uh, the shirts is nice. They just their delivery and whatever is. He did a campaign trash. where what happens with a campaign? So you set up a camp. 
it's a campaign. So the idea is to sell a T-shirt. You can have any type of campaign, but mine was a T-shirt campaign to raise money for your organization, your calls, whatever the case may be. Mine is to raise money for my business or it was. And so like you set it up, um, you only get to pick one color, unfortunately. So I picked my favorite color, which is green, if you didn't know. Um <clears throat> And the campaign lasted two weeks, right? So it started sometime in December. The last day was December the 24th. Um, the email that everybody should receive, because I received it as well, is that when the campaign ends on the 24th, that's when your money will be taken out of your account and then the, uh, your shirts should ship, right? So that happens, whatever. Then they say, they send you another email <laughs> shortly thereafter and tell you that, Okay, your shirt is processed. We took the money. Da, da, da. Your shirt should ship between, it told us, the 14th of January, between the 14th and the 20th, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, some people didn't get their shirts like Gavin until what? Now? That was yeah. like three weeks ago. And I just don't understand. Now, one, I will give them a slight benefit of the doubt, considering USPS is kind of freaking behind. You know, they having little issues. Blase, blase. I get it. But God, dog, why does it take so long for them to ship from January, from December the 24th to January the 14th in the first place? That makes zero sense to me. So that was my only issue. Like, it just took too long. Like, I just didn't understand, like, why? Like, especially if you already got the design, all you got to do is print the shirts. It wasn't that many. I'm being <laughs> be real honest with, Almost you know. Almost yeah. Everybody's seen it. Um, and I'm just being real honest. Like, I, I sold... Um, like 18 shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like you had to go in there and create some shit. You already had it together. Just send the 18 shirts out. Yeah. I um. So my problem was is, first of all, I told Key about them. Because when I used them. So I blame was, him. No, I'm just blaming. She can't. <laughs> so they were, I worked with them before. And it was super cool. Um, they wrote, let me tell you how cool I, I think Real Thread is. Um, they wrote. Uh, they sent out one of them little emails and was like, oh, if you have any suggestions, ideas, blah, 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 please let us know. I responded back because I just had time that night. <laughs> and the CEO reached out to me and was like, I would love to get you on the phone. I was like, oh, shit. So, but I was like, oh, we could text, whatever, whatever. Email, excuse me. And we emailed and he was like, thank you for all of this. I, I really take this in consideration. And it was a big thing. I don't care if bro's secretary wrote that. I don't care if his marketing coordinator wrote that. It came from his account, and I really, really appreciated that. Yeah. And I actually like their shirts. Um, the campaign is something I was thinking of because I'm. Let me tell y'all something. Nothing's worse than when you're trying to sell T-shirts and coming up with that startup money. <sighs> it's like you do not have six hundred dollars to put into some shirts that you might never sell. It is tough. Facts. And so I told Key about it. And so when all this is happening, I'm like, cool. And then they were like, all right. You know, I was respecting from the first of all, the campaign ended a day before Christmas. It, it ended on Christmas Eve. So I'm like, they might not get back into the office until January 1st. So I respect that. And so when it was like, oh, the 14th to 21st, I was like, cool, that makes sense. Then I'm looking, keep posting people online. And that's the other thing. A lot of people's getting their shirts at different times. Yeah, right. So Key ain't got her shirts in, but she's seeing her friends posting, oh, got my shirt. Then I see TikToks and shit with shirts. I see motherfuckers walking around with their shirt. I said, oh. You know? I know I stay in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I stay on the decent side of town. But, you know. And so I was like, yo, where the shirts at? So then 
I, I got on Twitter today and I kind of let them know like, yo, my friend did this campaign. I'm not, let's skip the part that the campaign ended at the end of December and it's February. The fact that you told me that latest I will have my shirt on the 20th and I'm getting it on February 11th, whatever. I'm like, eh, it's whatever. But anyway, if you do not do their campaigns, that's cool. If you're willing to, I think that was my stomach. If you're willing to do the campaign, that's cool. But they actually, if you have the money and you can do your own shirts with them, I do encourage people to do that because you can like customize your shirts, put tags in it, different type of tags. So this is an honest review. They don't care. Definitely would be chopping this up to send to them. But you know, but anyway, I mean, it is an honest review. So it is. It's honest. And I like it's good and bad, but that's every company. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. So it is what it is. And just to let y'all know, one thing I will shout them out for, um, they were doing, I think, extended dates for campaigns um, when like a lot of the Black Lives Matter stuff was going on. Mm. And they and it was only for that. You had to send them like something that was for that cause or whatever. Not gotcha. that. And they were like, yo, if you want to, we will make y'all shirts. This is a great campaign for you guys. We're going to make the window longer than two weeks or whatever it was. Yeah. So I do respect them for that. Um, if y'all want to make our pie shirts, we'll take. <laughs> we can do that. We'll do that. <laughs> please, 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 please. Speaking of. Um, Canon don't do no warranties. Or what? I was nothing. Go ahead. Oh, we do. So, yeah, I was like, got shirts for sale. Please. If you go on our <laughs> website, www.paidandexposure.com. Oh, Paid and Exposure Podcast. We yeah, have because we I typed it. in Paid and Exposure, <laughs> and I don't even know why, because Gavin added me as an admin for the website, and I don't understand how I typed in the wrong web. Anyway, mm. it's, it's, been a, it's been, you know... I'm going through some things. But anyway, um, <laughs> Paid and Exposure Podcast. Absolutely. Because if you type in Paid and Exposure, it's going to say, go error. Yeah, I'm trying to get that, but they ain't let me. Whatever, man. But anyway, <laughs> Paid and Exposure uh, Podcast.com. You can get merch. We have podcast t-shirts. We have the we have more of, more colors of the um, Exposure on Pay No Bill shirts. Mm -hmm. We actually have logo merch on there. You can get a pillow with our merch on it. Um so please check that out. Also, mass, we, right? Huh? You got masks too, right? Yeah, we do got masks. Um, I do want to thank everybody that has purchased already. I want to thank people that have supported us. Shout out to our supporters. Hold on, let's do some hand claps. Shout out to my mother-in-law especially. Uh, love her to death. She actually listens to our pod. Shout out to She you. knows exactly. She, when I saw her on the Super Bowl, she told me what she heard from the last episode. I was like, oh gosh. I was like, I hope she abides by when I be like, ma, skip. Skip two minutes, no, please. She probably listens to it she all. She definitely no, listens uh, to that shit. She grown. She ain't finna listen to my, my black ass. And she don't care. She don't give a shit. We didn't hear her say crazy shit. Um, so shout out to her. Um, shout out who else? Who else? Shout out to Zeke, the superstar. Check him out. Shout out to our girl. Shout out to Charlene. She's that always is... supporting. Hold on. Let her get all that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Shout out to her. She has always supported us. Um she came up at the wedding and told me how much she loved her podcast. Yeah, ever since we met her, she she's been kind of, she's been real cool. She be rocking. Yeah. She um she is she is funny, but I do I I do I'm thankful for that because she came up and she was like, "Yo, I rock with y'all pod. I listen every week." And I was like, "Damn, I thought you'd just be coming." Cuz you know nah, some people she, say She she told me she listens every week. And I respect that. Shout out to her. Hold on. <laughs> Shout out to her. Um, and everybody else, we did get a big contribution. I don't know if bro want us to say his name yet, but somebody went to the highest tier to donation. We respect y'all who go to the highest you tier. You will know soon. 
you will know some. Yeah, when they when you see him, his ad all over here, you gonna know. <laughs> but um, everybody, man, shout out to the people that just donate, just support. Um, y'all got some stuff coming in the mail. I am. Yeah. All right. All right, back to photography because that's what we're here for. The podcast catered to black and brown folk. Oh, thank you. Um, so, <laughs> bro, for those who not know, I have a Canon 5D Mark IV, and the button on it, the focus button, is broke. Oh wow! So it broke at a J Cole concert where I was taking pictures. Shout out to Cold World, and it was a Cold World that night. And so I sent it <laughs> off, got it fixed. And I used it for like another month and it popped off again, but I didn't have a backup camera. So I was like, I, I don't have time to send this off again and I have a camera. And so um, anyway, so something happened during the pandemic. I got the Canon R5. I was like, oh, shit, let me go ahead and send this camera. Bro, I contacted them. I was like, yo, you know, can I extend my warranty? They were like, absolutely not. Then it was like $500. So I was tight. Oh, wow. It would be nice if Canon does extend a warranty, but whatever, man. I guess we'll live with it. Um, Also, going on that. Please protect your equipment. Um, crazy story. Um, and I posted it in the No More Pie by Facebook group. Um, some thieves, it was in San Francisco. Uh, it was caught up in traffic. Some thieves ran up to somebody's car, saw all their equipment, robbed them broad daylight. It was all caught on camera. Got $7,000 worth of gear. Please. Protect, I'm looking at the camera now. Please protect y'all damn stuff man um i know a photographer who personally told me that no matter what she does not leave her camera in her car she said if she goes in a gas station she would put her camera on her book bag she said if she needs to go to the grocery store she would stop by her house first drop off her camera then go to the grocery store please protect your stuff put it in the trunk yeah um if you especially if you don't have 10 on your car because people out here man it's a good it's good time in the line people up people is out here hurting people out here see a quick way to make some money please just protect your shit man that's all i got to say um is it time to get Dang, to the shits that sucks bro that sucks when like you work hard for this like you gotta start all the way from scratch exactly and especially if you don't have it insured Ugh. like you you have nothing like you know what i'm saying please get your stuff insured and um who this write me about Nick cameras is a down payment to a a car or something um i did not um i did not buy a wedding ring so I could buy one camera. I did not spend money on a car to get my other camera. And he means his wedding ring, not his wife's. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they have to Absolutely. clarify because folk be, be trying to twist stuff. Absolutely. Um, You ready to get to the shits? You know what time it is. The shits is ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, that's right. Yo, I like Barty. Um, hold on. I want to, first of all, the reason why we're here. Last week, we had Cam on and we talked about how being toxic and clout is important. Um, You other photographers ain't fucking with me. Is that fucked up? That she did the little Asian sound? Right there. 
I am here to let all women know. Me <laughs> Corona. Excuse me. Coronavirus. I'm here Excuse to me. let all women know. Men are not into toxic women. I don't know where y'all got that from. I don't know where y'all heard that from. I don't know who slid in y'all DMs and told you that shit is cute, sexy, attractive. You want it. We love it. No. Men are not into toxic fucking women. I need that to be said from here on out. It was funny. We ha- we talked about this last week. And then this co- song comes out the next day. And I'm thinking to myself, yo, we just talked about this. And I wrote on my Facebook status. I said, Men do not like toxic women, but boys do. Give me your in-depth feedback right now, Kiana. I mean, it, it from coming from your logic makes sense because when you are a man, I guess you have certain attributes that you are not going to, you know, put up with, right? Cert, certain things that you just feel like a grown man should, <laughs> a grown man should just go um should not or a grown woman if you're gonna meet at a level with a man right certain things that this woman is not gonna do certain things that this man is not gonna put up with and Mm. you know it's it's all about you know maturity and how you handle things and communicate and all that jazz it's it's on a whole nother level than little petty stuff i got a question oh gosh do you feel like you speak to more women than i do maybe I don't know. You yeah, shoot a lot, a lot of females. I do. I, they don't. They don't ever say it to me. So in circles with women, not your circle, but just ever, or do you? You see a lot more stuff online than I do. Okay. And when you have that conversation every week, and I'm like, I never see this, and you like, yeah, you only follow certain type of people. So correct. Um, do you think women think that being toxic is cool? Because we said last week, men do. I'm going to let everybody know that now. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying I agree with it. Men think being a toxic dude. It's cool, especially to a certain age. They definitely think it's cool. Do you think women think dudes want toxic women? I think um, everybody has their own definition or their own characteristics of what it means to be toxic. Mm. So that's on an individual basis. But for the majority, like you said, it's all about who you surround yourself with and what you see. Um, The women that I follow are very about their business. Mm. So I don't see it now. We all listen to rap music we all like a little booty shaking dancing just that and the third but but when it comes to certain things as far as relationships career friendships like the important things like nobody is for that from what i see Mm. now social media is also a place where sometimes people put these walls up or put this image up that they are something and then they could be something totally different what Corey said is cap on this season Uh, season of cap all the cap on this here app it is. Because niggas be cap. Absolutely. And niggas I, is females and males. Sorry. The collective, as Chanel said. <laughs> I like what she said. I like it. I respect it. Nah, I mean, I guess, first of all, all right, so did you see the music video to this song? Now, I have not seen shit. it yet. Oh, it's good. She kissing people up in there. I seen, I, I seen that part. I seen, like, the background of her putting it together, like, all her ideas and stuff. And I mm-hmm. seen, like, snippets, but I haven't seen it in its entirety. Yeah, it's a cool video. Um... I hate to do this because I really, really, really like Cardi B. She is my favorite oh gosh, here we go. female rapper of all time. And I don't like a lot of female rappers, so y'all gotta understand what I'm saying. I'm just saying as a as for all time, 
I love I love her. Um, I'm not saying she's the best. I think a lot of people get best and favorite mixed up. She's definitely my favorite. Um, True. However, what the fuck was I about to say? Oh, I think she's getting too close to. She's getting too close to getting to the. Uh, they really making her look re- very Nicki Minaj's. Um, and who I, is they? When you watch this video, you gonna see. Oh, okay. You'll see. Um, just. You remember when Nikki like first came out when we was in college? Mm-hmm. She was like that hood girl who was like straight from the streets, and she was, you know, what I'm saying, but she was super pretty, right? Mm-hmm. And um, then she went to this transition where she had started having the Remy, the Remy my hair. Then she started doing the crazy nails, and she had the alter ego, and then she was very just like oh. It, for most people don't know, Nikki was very like sexual in her music at first, and then she kind of went away from that. She went very like pop type stuff and kept it moving. True. And I feel like now with Cardi with her looks, they making her more look more like the Nicki Minaj feel. And when I watched this video, that's what I saw. And I was like, damn. I'm like, don't clone her. Cause yeah. I mean, and then mind you, I actually and you know, however, I think what's gonna I think Nikki stayed in the game too long. And I've always heard rappers say this, like, you gotta kill yourself or get out before they kill you. And it happens to every rapper. It hasn't happened to Drake yet. He's the only rapper I've seen that they have not killed yet, off yet. But every rapper has went from where they lo- love you and then they like, all right, you getting too much love. We got to get rid of you. And I think Drake knows when to take a break. Absolutely. I think so also. He does good breaks. but in, And I think that might help him. But like him and then Jay-Z is, is doing that as well. But he, ha- you know, he makes so much money outside of music that he can yeah. like, oh, I do music whenever I want to. But... Um, I don't know. I guess Nikki, you know, her attitude started rubbing wrong with people. The way she was like the only person in the game and she was taking it for granted and all that. And they got Nikki the freak up out of there. And like Cardi, I think she's going to get out of there before that happens to her. But I like the song. I like the video. Um, she kissed the one girl better than the three tongue things. I ain't into that. But then also girl on girl action don't really get it cracking for me. They like said she nine. stole it. They did. I heard that exact shit. They didn't even let lunchtime come through yeah. before they was like, oh, it's thieves. We had this first. And I was like, oh, shit. I don't know. I'll be paying attention. Oh, you niggas still. Her getting sued. Um, For what? Um, damn. You could do damage. Uh-uh. It's one of her old songs that we love. Um, But she's getting sued because her producer pretty much like stole the beat or something like that from a girl. Allegedly, this is all alleged. We don't know the shit. And then uh, he he cited that original song. It's like, yo, I love that. Um, I love that beat. Hold on, you know the song. Hold on, let me. Uh, before we get there, hold on. Is it this? Nope, it's not focus. Or is it focus? Yeah, I think it's focus. Saying it was stolen, like the beat. So she getting sued for three million dollars. From her, I'm like, yo, I bought this music. Well, I guess not. It's up to you. I don't fucking know. Anyway, why she can sue? Why would not the um, producer get sued? I think it would, but then you'll probably get sued for royalties if you stole the, like the beat. You know what I'm saying? And that's a simple ass beat. Like who the fuck cares? Who knows, man? I mean, I guess if, if it's your work, you care, huh? Absolutely. But um, all right, whatever. Gavin, <laughs> you all right? Fuck no. What's wrong? <laughs> Are you angry? Bro, I've been arguing with black women all week. 
Why? Hold up. That's not on the agenda. It, it is an agenda. Once you get to it. Um, That's not next on the agenda. Yeah. Continue. Did you not see the meme? No. There's a meme going around. I should have showed you the meme. So the meme is like, it's not even a meme. It's the status that a dude wrote. Um, most people have seen it. It says, how come um, anger from y'all, it says, how come y'all find Latina women anger or Latina anger sexy, but when black women do it, it's ghetto. Yeah. And a black man wrote that. We talked about this previously on the we, pod. But we talked about it from a different aspect. But I feel like that comment came out, right? Huh? It wasn't necessarily anger, but like the difference between yeah, 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 how Latino people can think their stereotypes are like yeah, yeah, was that sex. What we I think about? yeah, we was talking about from their point of view, like why do they yeah, find yeah, yeah, true, so true. that's what we said. Um, all right, let's give some clarity now because now people are like what y'all saying? I know, I'm here? sorry, I, I was making sure. That, anyway, let's go back. All right, there's a meme out that says. <laughs> So the meme says, how come y'all find Latina uh, anger sexy, but for black women, it's ghetto. And it was from a dude. Mm -hmm. Now, what me and Key talked about off air was how there's this thing where um, there's the stereotype that Latina women being angry, loud, and I don't even know if we use the term angry, but being loud. Just and spicy just and feisty. Spicy. Hand fucking clap for you, my nigga. I like that. All right, so now we're gonna have, now we're gonna deal with all the Latinos going around spicy and feisty. <laughs> so anyway, we talked about that and how that stereotype um, is sometimes like they embrace it mm -hmm. if that's the way. Yes, and we were saying like, word. yo, you know, we got to figure out like we were saying like, we do we wonder? So I asked my wife, of course, who's Puerto Rican, and she was like, yeah, I don't know why some people do. She was like, I think it's stupid. And then, you know, so we were just like, all right, cool. We didn't know if we were off base by thinking like they embraced that stereotype. I think that's what we did. However, this status pissed me the fuck off. Now, before we get started. Why make you mad? Before we get started, we got to get some disclaimers. Yeah, I want to know because I'm confused. I'm confusion now. Confucius? Confusion. Oh, I am confused. I to, oh, I about to say, are you confused? I thought you made it like, like a female version. No. I was like, oh, that's cool. No. Um, you want to check the cameras? One of the cameras is about to die. No, sure. you go ahead and uh, go ahead and explain to the people why the hell you upset. Because I the don't know. The reason why I felt some type of way, but I'm going to get this disclaimer. First of all, like I just said, I'm married to a Puerto Rican woman. Um, the reason why. All right. So first of all, I saw it. I looked at it, laughed. I thought a woman had said something. So I didn't talk about it at all. Um, and then on top of that, I looked at it. And I was like, all right, some certain things as a black man, you hear black women say, and you just like, I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even going to go into that conversation. Right. And so I was like, because I'm gonna let them have that. That ain't my business. So then I looked and I seen a black girl post and was like, yeah, I want answers. And her homegirls was on it and they were ready for it. And they were just like, yeah, why y'all find this sexy? And one girl said, yeah, my cousin baby mama is crazy as hell. She's a lunatic, blah, blah, blah. And so um, I asked them all one question. I said, can y'all tag the one man that y'all know that finds women being angry, sexy? And I said, can you tag the one guy who says, I like women being angry at me. However, I prefer to come from a Latina woman. <laughs> 
And all of them just, they didn't say nothing. One girl was like, one dude wrote LOL. And I told them, I said, we got to stop singing shit and thinking that it's real just because somebody made a meme. And it we had experienced it. And I, I tread lightly when I say this, but because you because you experienced it when you was in high school, don't mean that that shit happened now. We graduated high school in 2007. And I'm going to tell you why I say that when we come back. It's 2020. One. Shit. <laughs> Go ahead. So over this year, man. <laughs> Damn it. We just got started. So it's 221 and men ain't dealing with that shit no more. Mm -hmm. Like we are now. The reason why I bring up 2007 when we graduated, um, because I saw another girl write it and I asked her the same thing. I said, yo, who do y'all fucking deal with that deal with this shit? Like who when I'm with men. All the men I'm around, and I'm not around every man, and I'm not around, I'm around a lot of men. And every man, let me tell you what men do when we meet up. Yo, bro, what's good? None, chilling. What you been up to? Shit, at the house. Yo, how's such and such doing? Man, she good, man, getting on my damn nerves, you know what I'm saying? Same old shit, man, but you know, I had to get up out of that. That's what we say. I was his nigga, that was. Thank you. Nobody goes and say, yo, man, she she been getting on there. I love it. She been yelling at me, screaming on me. I like it, though. But you know what? Because she know how to roll her R's and she says a couple of stuff, mixing a couple of Spanish words. I'm, I fucks with it. Mira, no, mira. Nobody <laughs> fucking says that ever, ever. And so I, I was in. But, you know, um, one girl. Shout out to Sasha. Um, we talked about Sasha before. Sasha brought up a great point. She said. Yeah, but black men have a thing of wanting exotic women. They've had that desire. Now, I'm not going to disagree with her because she she put in her thing like um, Sasha is Asian and black. So she said a lot of men have been attracted to her because they saw her as exotic. And she was like, she it was weird for her. You know what I'm saying? She was like, yo, you're a creep. Like you like you want to want to talk to me because I look, quote unquote, exotic. However, my response to that was, what are we talking about me and one of the exotic women? 05, 06, 2013, we was in school. And I look at that because I say it got to a point and I'm trying to figure, I want to figure that part out of when me and because like now my boys, let me tell you something what happens when my boys send exotic women in group chats. Um, they from Africa. I'm being 100% honest. Um, they... You hear my son? I think it's me. Oh, that was me though. Um, they're Ethiopian. Um, they're, Shout out to BK. Sorry, he Ethiopian. That's they're they're from Morocco. It's it's certain places where you're looking, and you're like, damn. Um, they from South Africa. It's so many things where you're looking at it, and you're saying, yo, damn. They Afri actually African. You know what I'm saying? And then sometimes you get into, oh, they're Brazilian or, yeah, they're actually from South America. Things like that. You're going to get that mixed in. And some dudes, I have homeboys straight up who like like natural women, black women. You know what I'm saying? And they find that is out just because of that. I think so. I was I, I think I was looking at women and my conclusion on all this is I think a lot of these topics get brung up and get created. To help divide black women and black men. And and I will say this. There was a black woman who came on there. She said, I'm Afro Latina and I can actually tell you that black men will come to me and they like to make me angry because they think I'm going to say something to them in Spanish. 
and they explain how they don't like black women yelling at them all the time. And I wrote her back and I said, if that's your experience, I can't argue you down because yep. I'm, I'm not I'm not allowed to tell you that. I'm, but I will ask women. When did you experience this shit that yeah. you were posting and sharing? Because I saw a lot of women posting and sharing it. And then they would realize, like, wait a second. Men don't even like women bitching or nagging or complaining. They don't care what color you are. I ain't letting a white woman yell at me. But go ahead. So, <laughs> Karen. Um, so, I got two things to say. One, I feel like, uh, just to piggyback off what you're saying, and correct me if I'm wrong, uh, some people have this middle school, high school mindset still when it comes to the opposite sex and what they want, right? One, mm-hmm. we are not the opposite sex. We don't really know what they want unless we talk to them mm-hmm. um, or how they are and how they process things and how they look at things, whatever the case may be. So I feel like um, we are still stuck in that. Now, I can understand if it's still happening mm-hmm. as far as, you know, back in the day where niggas don't know. They just like something that's different than what they used Then what to they see, go home and right? see. Absolutely. So, like you're saying, we've grown up. You should have matured by now. Point this out. So I get it. I agree with you 100%. Uh, the second thing is, when it comes to the word exotic, okay, all women that are not of the European descent are mm-hmm. exotic. Yeah. Africa is the motherland. We all came from there originally, Absolutely. if you think about it. So, like. I think that's been proven. You know, think about it. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> So somebody say they want something exotic. Just say, look at me, bitch. I'm right here. You, I, um, <laughs> look at me. You want me to get a weave? I can change it up for you. I can put some braids in. I am diverse in what I can do with myself. You know why? Because I'm a black woman. Uh, when, you know, I was telling somebody, I was, um, <clears throat> before I get cussed out on camera, oh, because I do understand that you, uh, Brittany, oh, gosh. um, Will cuss me out whenever y'all do, whenever y'all will. No, I'm saying it's because certain things I run past my wife first to get the pre-cuss out, to be like, oh, you, oh, you want to be yelled at, you want to be screamed on. Well, what you about to say? No, 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 nothing. You're Um, just saying in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, the reason why I say that because I had this conversation with her, and I said, don't every culture find what's outside outside their culture exotic to an extent, and we had that conversation because. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is because right now, off rip, that's your first first impression of what something exotic is. Um, so for men, let me put it like this: for black men, I remember when we were in middle school and high school, and black men literally was like, "Oh, you know," they were looking at women and saying, "Yo, she exotic just because she was not a black woman." I've seen black dudes. I'm talking, and I, I want everybody to understand this. I'm talking about people who was 13, 14, 15, 16. Didn't didn't know shit, didn't see shit, didn't understand the world, didn't have never traveled a day in their fucking life. Right. Looking at somebody and saying, yo, she is, you know, of a different culture than mine. She's extremely exotic. And you know what? That was a let me tell you what that era was. That's when every music video girl, you had a light skinned girl. Yeah. You had one dark skinned girl and then you had a Hispanic girl and then. The cap got ripped off when them them niggas found out that Brazil, you can find some Brazilian chicks and yeah. you can add them in there. And then she replaced the light skinned girl. Well, yeah. she actually replaced the dark skinned girl. So then <coughs> then there was this whole movement of like, yo, what are dark skinned girls at in videos? Yeah. And then these then you know what? Cause me who's looked at photography for so long, I remember when super, super dark was like, This is an exotic person yeah. as well. So 
funny enough, I actually Googled what the word exotic means. What do you mean? Um, originating in a characteristic from a distant foreign country. And so that goes to it that people look at exotic. And I ain't saying that's what every time everybody does, but it's like, yo, it's just something different for me. So absolutely. You can tell somebody like, yo, I am. I'm di- different from you, whatever the case may be. Maybe not from a different country, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, so that was my thing there. If you got a problem with it, please hit me. Hit my line. Cut this. You can comment. Let me know what you think about this whole thing. Um, and also let me know if you deal with black men who find Latina anger sexy versus and calling black men ghetto. Um, I mean, black women's anger ghetto. I personally, ha- let me tell you something. All the dudes I talk to, they hate nagging and complaining and bitching. They don't care who it come from. And I'm telling you, all men of all races, they don't got time to be hearing no fussing and shit. That's just a whole nother subject. But mm-hmm. anyway, um, now as I do that, I want to welcome every black woman to the floor. I know I didn't piss y'all off because... I had a dude on one of Sasha's comments. He was like, oh, how you going to say, why don't you just admit that you hate black women? He hit me with that. And I you said, hate black women, Gavin? Bruh. He literally said, why don't you just admit that you hate black women? Because we going to have a problem up in here. <laughs> oh, we got a problem here? We do not. <laughs> and I told him, I said, bruh, it's easier to get women in your DMs. Like, you ain't got to cape when there ain't no need to cape. <laughs> um, this might get me cussed out. I think we have to normalize. I'm going to say it this way so I don't get cussed out. Go ahead, say it. Get no, 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 out. no. I'm not getting cussed out. We need to normalize being able to correct each other and not being afraid of being cursed out for it. So go ahead, say what you're gonna say. That's what I was gonna say. Oh. Now I'm, I can tell you off here what I was gonna say. <laughs> That's what's gonna say. What gonna say. <laughs> no, you can say what you was gonna what say. I was gonna we gonna say we what I was gonna say. Not be afraid to get cursed out. We we should normalize correcting black women when they wrong. Okay, I can agree with that. But that sounds what I said sounds better than what I was going to say. How you was going to word it. I was going to say that exactly how I just said it. But oh. what I said was we should normalize being able to correct each other without being afraid of being wrong and being correct in ourselves. Or because I think a lot of times, let me tell you what happens. Black men have gotten super comfortable in not being cussed out by, by black women or not feeling like they need to deal with black women fussing at them because black women go through pain that black men would never have experienced go through whatever. Prime example. Our homegirl told our homeboy she hates coming to his job because she feels people stand through her when she walks into her man's job. Right? Our homeboy. A lot of women do. Not just her. You could say a name. I'm pretty sure she don't give a fuck. Okay. Well, Brittany says she don't like going to Nail's job because it's at a barbershop. Yep. And when she goes in, she just feels the th- stares and looks. And I agree. We, I think we all agree. Everybody in that room agreed except for him. Yeah. He didn't understand. That's true. Um, And... I understood because I grew up with a sister who has explained that to me in multiple ways. I've literally taken my sister to weddings with me and she helped work weddings with me. And she's explained to me like, yo, I'm uncomfortable working with you and you are here right beside me. I get it. Um, the reason why I'm saying that is it's certain. I think all I think our whole I think everybody in our culture understands that I've, I'm going through things that as a man that you won't ever understand. Mm-hmm. And. You, you feel the same way. Yeah. The problem is me, black men have gotten super comfortable with saying, I don't even want to deal with that, with her fussing and yelling. I'm using the terms that black men say. I'm not saying they're correct. I don't want to, I don't feel like listening to her fuss and yell and basically tell me you don't understand. So you hate black women. 
because you don't understand and you're fussing with me about my experiences that you never experienced. So you basically hate black women because that's how black men feel. And so black men have gotten super comfortable with saying, I see that. I don't agree with it. Fuck it. I ain't marrying her nor sleeping with her. So I'm gonna keep it moving. And they will never have that discussion. And I think we got to get comfortable with saying, yo, I'm comfortable. Let me tell you this. I agree with what Sasha told me about the whole exotic thing. Mm -hmm. My first reaction that she was off base from what the status said. Yeah. But then as I read the status out and I had that conversation in my head of how she was off base, I realized that she was like, fuck talking this high level shit. Let's get to the real issue of why this status could be true. And it's because black men have seen some shit that they deem as exotic, such as Latino women. And this is the issue. So I understood that. But black men have gotten super comfortable saying, I don't even feel like dealing with that shit because I'm not sleeping with you, talking with you, dealing with you, or related to you. So I'm going to keep it moving. And they just write it off. This is how black men rationalize it. She's going to be single. Fuck it. I don't care. And we got to get out of that. Black men do. And then black women also, you can feel comfortable saying, yo, let me correct you right quick. Let me tell you. Because you'll learn some shit. We all learn some shit. But that's all. That's what I'm going to get to. You ready for me to call y'all to the pulpit? <laughs> Come on. Go ahead, partner. Just tell me. Y'all lucky I ain't got no church music. I'm ready to call you, you can black. always man. pull up church music. I'm ready to um, call y'all to the altar. Black women. Everywhere. Stand up. Round of applause for us. <laughs> all the disrespect. Y'all got an answer for this shit. It's no y'all. Stop saying y'all. Don't y'all hate when people be talking oh, no, about somebody and then be like, y'all? No, it ain't no y'all. This I'm is not crack a my neck This, this is not an all black Let me crack thing. my neck for this shit. Because that's what y'all stands for. You all. And it's not all. Okay. Yeah, you didn't know what y'all stood for? Man, English was <laughs> never my forte. English and science in school, I was wasting time, buddy. So um, it's not an all situation. Yes, key, black women. I'm, let sti- me know I'm you- sticking up for the majority of us mm-hmm. because it's not all of us. You can't do that. What you mean? You got to stick up for all of y'all for right now. Well, it's not all. It's what I'm saying. It's some. So. Let me show y'all who didn't represented y'all in the last week. It's some. <laughs> I'm going to just give some representations. It's, it's some. Um, for those who not know, Here we go. Gorilla Glue did not go in your hair. I, I, I don't know why we got to have that conversation. I don't know why we have to talk about that. I don't know. And this is super funny because we also last episode talked about clout. And this happened between one week. Mm-hmm. Cardi happened, then this Gorilla Glue girl happened. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know what happened with the Gorilla Glue girl, you are clearly, I don't even know why you're listening to a podcast. Maybe you, maybe we're your only source of uh, drama, tea, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Entertainment. Entertainment. And thank, hand class for y'all. All right, that's enough. Um, but the point is this. A young lady decided to put Gorilla Glue on her hair. <laughs> you want to know how new she was crazy? How did you know? Them damn contacts and eyelashes. I said oh she's gosh. off her rocker. I knew something was off her rocker. And come to find out, she's not even a girl. She's grown. Super grown. Well, nobody's a girl after the age of 21, probably 18. You are a, a, a minimum Ooh, a lady. I got to talk. I got a question. Minimum, at least a lady, right? What age do we start calling you change girls up the, to women you change and up, men, yeah. boys to, to men. men? The reason why I want to I want to know what age for each one. Because... Don't it bother you when you see some shit on the news and be like, he's just a child. And it's like, he was 27 with three kids and two baby moms. I'm like, he ain't no child. That's a grown I'm like, man. shut the fuck up. 
But anyway, what age do you what age do you think the media does, and what age do what age do you think it should be? Well, the media just is just blasphemy for black people individual in mm. anyway, not individually. Okay, black people in general. So I, I who knows with them? They could call a grown man. Um, 17 and be like this grown man he ain't grown mm-hmm. he's still in high school like yeah. he's still learning yeah um me i'm gonna break it down so from the ages of zero, <laughs> <He said zero. laughs> from the ages of zero to like i'm gonna say 12 you are a girl okay 13 to 18 i'm gonna say you are a young lady young mm. woman okay um I'm going to say 18 to 22, mm-hmm. you are a lady. And okay. not necessarily like you, I understand. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is just, you know, you know. And then 22, and you, you'll grow on this one. Okay. Okay. Give us the boys. Oh, um, I don't know. Oh, it's the same thing? Same guess, like logic? Same logic. I guess for me, um, I think you're a girl all the way up until 20. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm going to just, I'm going to just split it. Okay. I look at when I say, or in, let me tell you something. I'm not referring to nobody as a girl at 19 and 20. I, get what I would you're look saying. at you as a young lady, things of that nature. But after after you hit 20, I'm calling you a woman. Um, I also believe with men, men I have a shorter fuse for. So I think you gotta I, I look at I start calling men grown at 19. Like literally. I'm like, oh, you grown now. Um, however Question. Mm-hmm. Why do you why is okay, considering the biology and makeup of men and women mm-hmm. and maturity level. Why would you call a man a man faster than a woman? Because a woman? I think that we give men, we have given men so much. I, I think it's the opposite of what you think. Okay. I think we have given men so much leeway. We give them less credit. We get no, nah, not less credit. I think we give them too much okay. space I get what you're saying. Oh, and that we've given them so much space. And now mm-hmm. we get into an age where dudes are thinking that they they young and boys at 24, 25 and they got families out here. So for me, I look at it okay. younger because we got to correct some of that shit. If yeah. boys, if you really start looking at it, it's like, yo, I graduated high school. What is next for me? Um, and you got to look at it like I'm my own responsibility at this moment. I think we can speed up where we can look at boys because I, I believe it should be the same age. You know what I'm saying? Or but, you know. We got some bum ass men out here and they thinking shit sweet because sorry to say I'm going to do this. And I and I think these women due to crack, due to jail, incarceration, incarceration, excuse me. <laughs> and to men just being fucking lazy without not having any dads in their lives. We have a lot of men who d- never had to grow up until they went to jail. And they wasn't in their family's lives and they wasn't around. So they left all these women to raise these boys. And these boys are really just super, they super behind. And they really don't know what the fuck is going on. And I really look at it and I say, yo, what are we doing at these ages? Like, what's up? Like, so that's the only reason why I look at men. I'm looking at boys. Like, now I look at it now. I understand you're going to do immature stuff. Yeah. But sometimes at 18, you got to be willing to live with those things. Like, that's my thing there. So, anyway, getting back. Getting back. The fact is that she was over 40. She was grown as fuck. So, here's my thing, though. (laughs) I feel like this is a factor not concerning age. Mm -hmm. It was them contacts and them lashes. I'm about to punch you. Um, (laughs) It's a fact of common sense to me. Absolutely. Because, one, that product Mm. 
Sorry, my, my laptop is about to die. That product is nowhere near any type of hair supply. Explain. This is why I'm bringing y'all to the pulpit. And I'm going to actually do what I need you to do. Um, I'm bringing black women to the pulpit because y'all been real silent on taking responsibility for black women looking bad this week. Her, and we're going to get to some other examples. But let me do this. For those who do not know, what was she trying to do and why did she, and even though... What was she trying to do with the original product and what was that used for? And how the fuck we get to Gorilla Glue? So, first <laughs> off, let me just give y'all the faces that black women probably made when they found out what sis did. So, Oh, I was in the text group. So, <laughs> some of the faces was... Ah, oh, hell. <laughs> That's probably some comments, too. Like, ah, oh, hell, what the fuck? Like, confusion was us, right? <laughs> Majority of black women was confusion and we just didn't understand how this happened, why this happened, who told her that that was okay. Like (laughs) we would just, it was just, I don't know. Anyway. Okay. So let me break it down for the people, the men, maybe some of the women that (laughs) some women may not know either because they may not do these things to their hair. Right. Mm hmm. So one, she was trying to do a slick back ponytail, right? Okay, she should have went to Ren. With a slick back pony, you need lots and lots of, depending on your hair texture, um, de- depends on how much product you need, right? Mm. So I don't know where the hair texture was, but you need lots of glue. Um, not glue. <laughs> not glue, excuse me. <laughs> you need lots like of Like I gel. said, you got to stick up for all black women for this. You, ne- <laughs> you need lots of gel. Lots okay. and lots of gel, water, edge control, whatever it is you need. Let me take that back again because not whatever you need. Clearly, Key do not. <laughs> key, she got whatever thing she needs. This motherfucker. I, you seen her contact? The fact that I have to retract these statements is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Because you, when I say whatever you need, you know the products you need to put in your hair. Anyway, she was trying to do a ponytail. She ran out of got to be. Got to be is a type of gel that is the freaking bomb. <laughs> you laughing at <laughs> look what <laughs> clarissa just sent me a message uh uh status it says i'm so tired of two to three months relationships god if i'm an oil change just say that okay i'm done <laughs> um <laughs> anyway she was trying to do a pony she ran out of guys to be so i don't know if she went to the store and bought this if she had it in her household whatever she the had about it everybody has gorilla glue has the actual glue. I've never seen a spray. I never seen a spray. I never seen a spray. But it's a spray, right? So she went out and bought this. She had to go to a hardware store. Yeah. This shit ain't it's nowhere near the hair aisle. It's nowhere near it's not in the aisle for any (laughs) hair products. Anything that you supposed to she took super glue, gorilla glue, and put it in as a substitute for her. And was bragging about it. And she said her hair was like that for a whole month. Mm-hmm. She literally showed us mm-hmm. putting shampoo in her hair and it was not not moving, just like table. this table. <laughs> when she put the shampoo on it, it did make her hair shiny. So, you know, shout out to her. But the point is Oh, you gonna she, try it now? Mm-mm. The point is, I don't we just I'm confused as to what made her her And then she think. admitted that she knew it wasn't supposed to go on her hair. Oh, that's not going to be good for her because now she's trying to sue. Yeah, so that's why, if you listen to her video, she was like, I ran out of this. I, you know, I just figured this would work. Like, she she says something in there to let you pretty much know, like, yo, 
And it says don't put on your skin, don't get in your eyes, like, and then, like. You seen her contacts? My thing is, like, who would have thought Gorilla Glue would have to literally A woman with those contacts would think. Stop saying that. What? Stop. She black with silver eyes, bro. Stop. Right you now, seen them before shit? you get cursed out, and, you seen and them it's lashes? not gonna be by me. I'm Ooh. just gonna let the hound of black women get on you. Yo, black women, your natural brown eyes are beautiful. Oh, or whatever. Oh, you see, trying to smooth it out. That's what I'm getting at. I've, I've, I've always. Y'all don't never run into how women feel about dudes who wear fake contacts. Go ahead. I Tell don't me. see got many guys with fake contacts. I know some niggas who do. Oh, my point. We back to her. <laughs> my point is, we are all confused. At first, it was funny, right? Oh, it was, yeah, it was. Oh, it was hilarious. And not then, at, we, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to front. I'm going to be very oh, authentic with you. you. We was dying, dying laughing. Right? It was funny as shit. Then it comes to the point where sis can't get it out of her head. Yeah. And like. How you felt it's, then? It's sad. It, it, was, it was sad. Oh, you said I was mad. No, I was sad. Mm. I was really sad for her because we're like, she going to have to shave her head off. But mm-hmm. then it's like, you can't even get a razor to that thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> not funny, Kat. You can't even get a razor to her head. Like, oh my gosh. And then we found her Instagram, right? Find out she had to go to the hospital. They showed a video of her friend trying to put the acetone on it. And she was like, oh, it got even sadder. I was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? Somebody I was help weak. Her. I was so sad for her. I said, that's what she get. But then I find out she's trying to sue them. And I'm like, okay, sis, now you're doing too much. And then it made me mad. It was you like, doing too much. She took out a, um, she had a GoFundMe. She had a GoFundMe and she got the surgery done for fucking free. So my thing is, do she get the money back? Mm, what you think? That's a I good, think you should. That's a good question. I think if somebody donates whatever, like, and it wasn't like, oh, I need 15 grand. It's like, I need four, and it went to 15. I don't know what she need the four for, four for four, but she got it. But my thing is, like, if I'm, if you're telling me, hey, Gavin, um, if right now. That's a good question. We, we need, for anybody who's willing to donate. We need 4000 we need at least $2 million to get the building I need in the podcast place. We have workers behind the cameras right now, even though we asked for interns Shout earlier. out to y'all. Shout out. It's, we got two workers right here. <laughs> we have an editor. We have so much. My point is this. If we do a GoFundMe for $2 million and Elon Musk or Real Thread comes and say, hey, here's your $2 million. If you've donated, I feel like we should give you the option to get your money back. Or you could say keep it and invest it or whatever the case may be. I just think that's interesting. But she comes through and then another chick comes out. I don't know if y'all seen it. Wait, she, before we get to her, she got. did you see the post that her her lawyer put up? Yeah, I've seen that dumb shit. <laughs> like y'all didn't say it doesn't go in here. <laughs> Which, <laughs> to play devil's advocate, it does not say that. It does not. But common sense also says, bitch, this don't go in your head when it says heart sticks to heart <laughs> Yeah, bro. They gave her. They gave Gorilla Glue great uh, promotion. The shit says Gorilla Glue. Glue. It makes me think that a gorilla gonna stick to the flow if I put this shit on his foot. I guess she got a. So there's a jail, jail called Gorilla Snot, and I don't know. Yeah, I think if that's what she was using. She, could, she ran out of that. No, she was using Gastabi. Oh, because Gorilla Snot is not in a spray. Okay, at yeah, least yeah. that I know of. And I felt like, like I she, <laughs> I felt like maybe she got it confused. Maybe you seen she her contacts? Gorilla, shut the fuck up. Maybe she thought Gorilla Snot came in a spray and she thought this was a substitute. I really don't know. No, she knew, she says in her video that she knew she wasn't supposed to put that shit in her head. Bruh, I just know that. that <sighs> All right, man, let's hurry up. We got to eat. Um, 
we move on and then another shorty put perm shit on her coochie and she said it wasn't her first time doing it either and she let it sit overnight she went to the hospital she was wearing a diaper Mm -hmm. and she wants to sue i think as well oh i didn't hear that part what what's going on with black when y'all gotta answer this because when black men do dumb shit y'all be saying look at these niggas Y'all be saying, look at this clown, too. Did y'all not say, look at yeah, these bitches? Yeah, but I want you to okay, respond right now. Okay, that's my point. On behalf of so, black women, what is your response to the allegations that y'all suffered? The allegations that y'all suffered. Yeah, I ain't it's got no that. suffering for us. We looking at the women the same way other people are looking at these women. Like, why? People with common sense know. And they are looking at these people the same way everybody else is looking at them. Crazy. Common Just like homegirl used the glue strips on her vagina. She thought it was like wax. Sis, it's not wax. That is the Just go shit, get a Brazilian. Man. Go check out my girl Tink. She will get you together. Okay. Tink. And if Tink won't, well, never mind. I don't even know if Sierra. I was going to uh, say Sierra to you, but. Oh, she do that? I, I know she do I the BBLs. I don't know. I was going to say her, but I don't know if she do. I tried to get her to give me a BBL. She said no. She do waxes? I think so. Oh. She do BBLs, though. She um, said no. Anyway, I don't. We looking at them the same. Like the the funny part is that women really. Never mind. Let me shut up. Women be really putting vacuums on their ass, and you know those are the faces we was making. Yeah, shout out to the women who put vacuums on their ass. Um, we're gonna go through this quick. I'm gonna um, punch him. Van Jones. Black people don't really take you serious, bro. Um, for those who not know, Van Jones went on a real. I mean, the View. Excuse me. And he was asked a question about his working with Trump that nobody had an issue with, but him praising Trump and seemingly realizing that the black community does not fucks with him. Um, That's the guy with the glasses, right? Mm-hmm. Who used to be on scene? Who was crying when Joe Biden won? Who was, was. crying when? Tr- yeah, he was. A- <laughs> um. <laughs> Van Jones is such a clown, man. Like I've been following Van Jones. I used to like him. I don't like Van. His tongue is too heavy. You hear it. Like, let me let you hear his voice. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. Fuck. Fuck. I don't know if this is going to work. Hold on. This going to work? All right, cool. We got to wait till this ad is done. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Here you go. Listen, you're going to hear his tongue. I don't want to hear his tongue. Is Van Jones. <laughs> welcome. Welcome <laughs> to the show, Van. Hey, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. You see, he, he's uh, hitting at the bottom of his mouth. You might be a cock- anyway, we're not going to even play this shit because they ripped his ass a new one. Um, and pretty much, and then he tried to, you know, kiss up the Meghan McCain ass. And, she, you know, she don't really fuck with, fuck with us anyway. You know what I'm saying? And it was, it was a shit show. Um, black people don't trust Van Jones. And he tried to give, you know, I look at certain things, um, Every president does something for black people. The problem is in helping black people. No, I don't know any president that has said this is for people of color. This will greatly um, bless people of color more than any other. Culture, race, things in that culture, right? Um, I, I don't think no president has done that. So. I say that to say, has Trump done some stuff for black folks? Sure. But um, I th- my thing is, of course, every president is going to do something for black folks because we're the most impacted. Absolutely. So, but Van Jones coming out and, and kissing his ass when he calling black country shithole countries, when, you know, he, st- he, he won't back down on 
uh, Barack Obama actually being from America. You know, it's certain things he didn't did. He called him Mexican rapist, you know, things of that nature. And you just, you know, oh, well, he's done good. And I've been working with him to get people out of prison. That's cool, man. Like, and I, I tweeted Van Jones before I unfollowed his ass because he, he was caping for days because they was ripping his ass even on Twitter. They had a picture of Van Jones handing uh, President Trump a pen. And it was a group of white men around Van Jones. And it was a group of white men around Trump. And Van Jones is like breaking through to hand Trump the pen. And, and it was like, this is this is who the man we talking about. But anyway, um, what the fuck was I going to I don't know, but I know who are rapists. Corey posted this the other day. I mean, yesterday. Was it Corey? Somebody posted it about sure. sea otters. Did you see that post Corey posted? And the sea otter had to run up on the boat? Or was that something else? No, they was like, I watched a little clip. This is so random, but... Gavin you talking about the animal? Yes, the you animal. What the fuck we over here talking about? Van the Jones? animal, the animal sea otters. They say are rapists. They take, they rape baby seals. Interesting. Literally put their head in the water. Damn, that's fucked up. And do whatever do what they, they do, do until they die. That's fucked up. It is kind of fucked up. Yeah, you would think up. sea otters little cute little furry things is all cute and stuff, but no, they dangerous. Bite? I guess kind of guess. Um, anyway, Van Jones, black people don't really fuck with you, and it's clear. Um, oh, this is why I tweeted Van Jones. I said, you got to stop praising white men for doing what they're supposed to fucking do. Hello. Van Jones, that's all. Um, we do got some questions in the notebook, but we kind of running over, plus I'm hungry. Um, so let's get to the last minute highlights. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is up. Um, I hope Jay-Z gets in. LL Cool J better get in. Um, Mary J. Blige, I hope she gets in. And there's some other people on there that I really don't know. Um, I do believe that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I know a lot of people are probably listening, like, why would they get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? For those who do not know, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is literally just the music Hall of Fame. Every genre is in there. Every genre, I think, uh, you know, I think Lil' Kim is in there already. It's a lot of people that's already in there. So it's like, or hip hop people. So the reason why I say that, um, I really think they should change, or Biggie's in there, excuse me. I think they should go ahead and change the name to the music. Hall of Fame. Yeah. True. And just let rock and roll get their own. Rock and roll. Yeah, they get their own Hall of Fame where they have a. Okay. I see what you did there. I fucking see what you did there. <laughs> Not at all. Um, <laughs> so I think they should get their own and call it a day. And then we should get a hip hop Hall of Fame if we don't have one already, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but you know what the problem going to be with hip hop Hall of Fame? Your first class is going to be who? Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you got to put Drake in there. And the oldest person you got to put in there is Rakim. So it's like, yo, we got we got a hundred people we need to put in there. You know, probably so. Off the bat. Off the bat. But um, anyway, last thing, Valentine's Day is coming. Valentine's is, Day is coming up. Gavin, doing? what you doing with your wife? Don't be asking me. I am single. Okay. I'm not doing a damn thing. Um, we going to the mountains with Darrell, aka Daryl. <laughs> Shout out to him, man. He was in Facebook jail. He out now. That's the homie though. We going to the mountain. That sounds so funny. We're, we're we're taking we're, me, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. I want to I want to say Daryl. Anyway, oh me and Daryl, me Daryl, his man Ted, and my wife are going to the mountains. They're going on a double date. I'm just taking pictures of them in the mountain. My wife is coming. Um, we're doing that. We might go out to eat the night before or the night out there. Man, Valentine's Day is bullshit. But whatever. Um, I was invited to a Valentine's brunch. What is a Valentine's brunch? Where you get get together with your girls? What? Oh, a gal like gals. Gal. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. Um, I was asked by a friend to go, so I'm going to do that. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> I taste, I taste the other stuff later off of the air. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's what we doing. Hold on. Do I want to play this? Hold on. This is for my girl for Valentine's Day. <clears throat> Fuck! I'm playing on the wrong thing. Yeah, I was like... <laughs> uh, they can't hear that. <laughs> Fuck. Can we play it? On? Bro, we got to... We gotta, this is why we need to... Alright. Now I gotta start it over. Yeah, get it together. This is why we need an engineer. All right, this is for my girl. Let's start it over. <laughs> this is for my wife. I wanna say I love you. Happy Valentine's Day. Um, this is for everybody that's about to find out they about to be a side chick uh, for Valentine's Day. When's song- side chick day? <laughs> the fifteenth. That Monday, baby. I'm ready for it. I wanna shout. I'm. Can it not be the day before Valentine's Day? No, hold on. You shouldn't never told me that your nigga wanna shit. You shouldn't That is dry snitching. Um, no, Valentine's Day gotta be the day after, right? I mean, side chick day gotta be the day after. I'm just I don't know how this work. I ain't never had no Valentine's or been a side hoe. Girl, that's good. Lady, I say, Why woman, you be a whatever terminology y'all want to use. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I ain't never had a side chick. I I don't have time. It does seem like a lot of work. It do seem like a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And then you know, I don't have the money. A girl DM me talking about some. Give my girl twelve hundred dollars to go get her nails done. I said I'm going to act my wage. Cause we was having a conversation. We was talking shit. Well, she talked shit online, and I laughed at it. She was like, "Go ahead and get that wife twelve hundred dollars to get her nails done." You know, I'm so tired of seeing those memes talking about some cash app your girl five hundred for her nails. It don't tell. It don't cost that much. It's expensive though, especially if you I go to Katie Nails. Send two hundred in. It's it's Abba, maximum. I sent 200. it. I was hot. Uh, two hundred, but it's no more than two hundred dollars. <sighs> don't I let them. Don't let them play you, fellas. Thank you, Key. Um, we want to thank y'all for listening, rocking with us. We're going to holler at y'all next time. Make sure y'all meet us at Fox and Hound. We better go drink. We not going to Fox and Hound. Women still co signing dude cars? Never mind. Ain't nobody co signing from Key. Where my, where my man at? <laughs> yeah. He don't want you. That's where he at. <laughs> Listen, listen, this is what I told my wife. For those who don't know, I was hating on my girl's ex. I remember one time when I first started dating my wife, some dude called her phone and I answered. I was like, bro, it's over. <laughs> my nigga, it's over. He was like, Karina! This dude is so dramatic. That's what I said. You are so no more tears, baby. Yes. You ready to go eat? <laughs> <laughs>